1: The inmates are running the asylum and terrorists are running Congress. Welcome to the terrorist therapist show on renegade talk radio. I'm Dr. Carroll, a psychiatrist and your terrorist therapist. Yes, I know you're wondering what I'm talking about, right? Haw, oh, terrorists running Congress. Well, I know, you know, even when I tell you about this, I think you're going to find it hard to believe because I did. Uh, as you may know, there are confirmation hearings going on, um, or perhaps by the time you're hearing this, they will have gone, been, been done. But um, as I'm recording this, there are t- confirmation hearings going on before the Senate Intelligence Committee regarding who is gonna be the head of the CIA. And Gina Haspel is Trump's nomination for that position. And guess who is? She's having a really tough time. I have watched and listened to some of these hearings, and God, they're giving her a hard time. But um, guess who is her most vicious opponent, besides, of course, all the people in Congress or in the Senate at this point who hate Trump? Um, Aside from that, the congressman, uh, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Now, Perhaps you you don't remember who he is. I will refresh your memory. He is the 9-11 mastermind. He is a terrorist, and he is currently in Guantanamo in Cuba. Now, <laughs> well, this story, it, it, it's, it, you know, the idea that Congress... Um, the Senate or the House, anybody, anybody in an elected position would listen to the mastermind of 9-11 is, is unbelievable, is insanity, it's craziness, it's, it's you know, it's like a Saturday Night Live skit, except this is real life. Well, I'm going to be talking to you today about um, this craziness, who he is, how this came about, what he wants to say, and also about the memory lapse that we apparently uh, are having, and even the people who we have elected to Congress are having, in terms of 9 11. Now, you may have heard me talk about this in other contexts before, uh, because it is something that I keep tr- trying to drive home. You know, it's our denial, it's our desire to forget the most horrendous thing that happened to the United States, the terror attack on our soil. Um, and we we are apparently so in such good denial that we are have considered that our that Congress has considered allowing the the mastermind of 9/11 to talk before Congress about why we shouldn't appoint Gina Haspel to be the head of the CIA, which is you know I mean it's like why not ask him while we're at it, if he would like to leave Guantanamo. I mean, let's see what the guy wants to do and what he thinks we should do. Um, it's that absurd. So, you know, and, and the point of the memory lapse is that because people are forgetting how or deny in denial about how horrendous 9-11 was and how terrorists have not gone away, they have not forgotten that their overall... Uh, God-given, you know, Muhammad-given right or directive is to uh, murder all the non-believers, murder all the people in the West, take over America. That is not something that ended with 9-11. It is still being plotted, and we see um, evidence of it in the terror attacks that occur and that are foiled and all of that. Um, So it's not over. 9-11 isn't just something in history. It is an ongoing thing. There are terrorists, as as I speak and as you're listening, there are terrorists all over the world plotting our destruction. So that is why to forget about this and think that, you know, let's hear what uh, the mastermind of 9-11 has to say about the CIA yet. It's not just about what he has to say about I don't know, some, uh, some, something that they're voting on that has to do with, uh, I don't know, uh, infrastructure or the wall. <laughs> well, the wall is related to terrorism, too. But, you know, just something else, one of the many things that Congress votes on, this is the head of the CIA. This is the agency that is charged with preventing terrorists from taking over America. Now, to have the 9-11 um, mastermind determine that is the height of absurdity. All right, I'll move on. You get the point. Um, uh, one, other, one other thing, uh, s- s- separate from from terrorism. But um, what if, if you've been listening uh, to or watching? It's even worse watching it. Um, the uh, the these um, hearings. Um, the, the the. Some of the people who have been the most vocal against Gina Haspel have been women. Now, you know, um, with Me Too and Time's Up, you would think that women in Congress, even if they had questions, I mean, sure, they're allowed to, you know, question it and determine who's the best for the job and all of that. But you would think that somewhere in their minds, um, they would be kind of giving her not a pass necessarily, but you know, thinking, hey, wouldn't it be good? She would be the first woman to head the CIA. Now, why aren't these people th- realizing how cool that would be, you know, for women who are <laughs> who are into this kind of thing, who are, you know, so determined? And, and yes, I certainly believe that more women should be given more positions of power. But I'm just saying those who are sort of militant about Me Too and Time's Up, you would think they would be kind of maybe asking questions, but they were really cruel to her as only women can be, you know, it's this whole thing of jealousy de femme. It's a, a French uh, oh, French concept, uh, you know, in a way, but it's the idea, and this happens not just in Congress, but it really happens all over. Like think about wherever it is that you're working, ask yourself whether you have seen in your life evidence of uh, competition amongst women standing in the way of women getting to higher positions of power, women turning against other women, it's the mean girls phenomenon of high school. So that's, um, you know, that's happening here too, that they were just so cruel to her It wasn't just like asking questions. It was like berating her and trying to embarrass her. Anyhow, getting back to um, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. He was, you know, uh, apparently tortured by the CIA, although there is no evidence that she was involved in his torture. Um, He was waterboarded he was held down and repeatedly suffocated by having water poured over a cloth into his mouth and nose until he nearly drowned. I mean, that's the torture, that's water torture, waterboarding. And this happened 183 times over 15 sessions while he was in U.S. custody. So you can kind of understand why he's against torture um, as he sits in the U.S. prison at Guantanamo Bay. Um, Now, the way that this came about was that um, he is currently, it's kind of ironic how all these things sort of came together in time, but he has attorneys who are presently defending him from the death penalty before the military commissions system at Guantanamo. And so he um, submitted a request to the judge overseeing pre-trial hearings in the case. So, you know, at the time that his pre-trial hearings are about to be happening or are happening, he had this opportunity um, to submit a request um, that he want to provide information to the committee about Gina Haspel. Um, He, has six specific paragraphs of information that he wants to relay, so when this happened um, and and his lawyers of course, provided this uh, not the, they haven 't so far so far provided the information as to what is in these six specific paragraphs, but they provided the information that he has has these paragraphs and that he wants to testify before Congress about why they shouldn't um, appoint Gina Haspel as the head of the CIA, basically because she's too tough on terror. Now that's because this is happening concurrently. That is how uh, this became news that he, you know, that he had all of this, um, that, that he wanted to be a part of this uh, Congressional confirmation hearing. And uh, so he had this, in other words, because he's sort of being paid attention to right now, he had this opportunity to try to make his opinions heard. Well, let's just hope (laughs) that he doesn't actually, These six paragraphs don't actually make their way uh, into the congressional record, but we don't yet know the answer to that. Well, I'll be talking more about that when we come back.
0: You've been listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol. Stay tuned and she'll be right back with more analysis of this week's hottest topic in terror. Non-stop shock radio. The
1: station that shocks you.
0: Renegade Talk Radio.
1: Before the break, I've been telling you about the insanity going on in our government where the inmates are running the asylum and terrorists are running or trying to run Congress, notably about the confirmation hearing of Gina Haspel as the head of the CIA. And um, (laughs) this is all about the number one terrorist, it's not just a terrorist who wants to determine who's the head of the CIA, but it's the 9-11 mastermind Khalid Sheikh Mohammed. Now he was captured in March 2003, And he was um, tortured by the CIA. The CIA, you know, no one's, uh, no one is questioning that or trying to say that he wasn't. Um, And uh, he, as I was saying just before the break, he was subjected to um, waterboarding, waterboarding. 183 times over 15 sessions. He was also stripped naked, doused with water, slapped, slammed into a wall, given rectal rehydrations. I love that euphemistic term, rectal rehydrations, without medical need, (laughs) shackled into painful stress positions and sleep deprived for about a week by being forced to stand with his hands chained above his head. Now, during this time, Um, He made confessions about um, purported terrorist plots, like recruiting black Muslims in Montana to carry out attacks. He later retracted some of these um, confessions and um, there's, you know, Some people say that they were made up. And of course, that's one of the things, you know, there's still this whole controversy over whether torture works. And that's the bottom line here. Yes, he was tortured, but he also gave information. And um, it it is not clear that there was nothing that was um, useful, in fact, in the war on terror. And in fact, even uh, Gina Haspel has refused, even though, of course, you know, everybody has asked her, not everybody, but primarily the Democrats or primarily people who are against Trump. It's really about being against Trump. She is highly qualified uh, to be the leader. Um, she sp- has spent 33 years in the CIA, and she's, I'll tell you more about her, but it's more about, you know, whoever Trump would have nominated, um, would have faced incredible opposition, but 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 I don't think anyone expected that the 9/11 mastermind would come into this. Um, so so she, although she's been you know saying trying to say that she wouldn't go along with torture now, although I I, I don't really want to paraphrase her because yes, it's kind of been very she's worded these things very delicately um, because the whole situation you know is so unclear and they're trying to to make her. Say it in some clear way when it's impossible, because in fact, um, what was torture considered torture and what wasn't considered torture changed during the years after 9/11. And some things, Bush, um, you know, he sort of twisted things a little bit. And I, and I am not by any means saying that that was wrong necessarily, because um, because I know what you're thinking: what a psychiatrist is saying that torture is okay. Um, what I'm saying, and I'm not necessarily—I mean, there's torture and there's torture, but I feel like, uh, like I'm on the center floor here. Um, but, but you know, what people are forgetting, as I was saying earlier, is how how the U.S. is under and the and the West is under attack, and how sometimes if we can get a jump on some things that are being planned ahead of time and protect this country, um, then that's important. And yes, torture does, I mean, it does work in certain circumstances. It has worked before and you can't say that it has never worked. So, um, but anyway, but there have been, so all these, you know, there's all this, um, there's all of these definitions of what's torture, it's not, how much waterboarding, you know, how much of, I mean, there are all these different techniques and how much is too much, I am not an expert on how much is too much, but the point is um, that it's kind of unfair in, you know, in pe- for the Congress to expect Gina Haspel in sound bites, essentially, to define all of this and explain all of this. Um, but anyhow, uh, so, so, <laughs> um, so he is, now his lawyers, um, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed's lawyers, are trying to make the point, now I know they're representing him to try to avoid his getting the death penalty, but the, the kind of, the part that's really sick is that they are trying to say that the information that he has in these six paragraphs um, are significant enough that the intelligence committee should see it. So now we're not just having a terrorist saying this, but we have his lawyers saying this, which I guess obviously they think will somehow um, help him um, in his attempts or help them in, in, in helping him to avoid the death penalty. You know, everybody's seeing this from their own point of view, <laughs> their own personal advantage um, rather than uh, what is best for the country. And you know that's one of the things that I have been impressed with in terms of Gina Haspel, that her heart um, really does seem to be in the right place as far as not be not thinking just of herself, but thinking of what of, of the country. Um, you know, she because she was asked like the, the there have been there's these complaints that the CIA um, is only is keeping some of her records or some of the records of the CIA secret in regard to her work or, or things that happened during the time that she was involved with the CIA um, and not, not revealing everything, which of course would be putting our country in danger. And, you know, This is classified information. And it would also be, as she pointed out, putting people in danger from the CIA so for example if things were revealed as to who like there are videotapes the main thing that they're trying to uh, use against her is that she was involved or she was there at the time that some videotapes of torture were um uh were destroyed and so they are trying to um blame that on her and say that, you see, this proves that she is for torture. And they're trying to say that she was in the videotapes, which she's saying that she wasn't. Um, And I think there are other people saying that she wasn't, but she, you know, she said that even though uh, revealing more of this classified information would help her to get to be the head of the CIA, that she cares more about the country to protect the country by keeping it classified and to protect the people who are in these videotapes um, you know who are involved in the torture, because obviously their lives uh, would be put in danger if terrorists knew specifically um, I mean obviously some terrorists do know since they were there although i don 't know i don 't know that they traded names but um, But she doesn't want to risk putting people's lives in danger, even if it means that she's not going to get to be head of the CIA. Now, you know, there are few people, um, especially in politics, who would have still that kind of feeling, that sort of old Americana kind of feeling, that w- that makes them special, Un- you know, Unfortunately, it t- in today's world, it makes them special. I mean, you know, that was more how it used to be. People like Roosevelt, and uh, you know, I mean, it, now it's kind of more of a big deal if someone actually puts the country before themselves. So, um, so I mean, I think all of this needs to be to be considered. And she has um, talked about how. She's a typical middle-class American. She was an Air Force brat from Kentucky. She said she lucked into a career in the uh, rarefied world of intelligence gathering. And she said, quote, from my first days in training, I had a knack for the nuts and bolts of my profession. I excelled in finding and acquiring secret information that I obtained in brush passes, dead drops, or in meetings in dusty alleys of third world capitals um and she goes on to you know she, she said i understand what that what many people around the country want to know about are my views of the on the cia's former detention and interrogation program um so So, um, you know, she addresses the fact that there were rumors that she appeared in the tapes and she said she's not in the tapes. And obviously, you know, there are people, other people besides her who know what's in the tapes. So if they knew that she was in it, they would surely uh, mention it at this point. Well, um, when we come back, we will talk more about Gina Hassel and um, the fight between her and Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, who wants to bring his six little paragraphs into Congress, you know, the mastermind of
0: 9-11. You've been listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol. Stay tuned and she'll be right back with more analysis of this week's hottest topic in terror. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Now back to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carroll.
1: Welcome back. Today we've been talking about the insanity going on in Congress where the inmates are running the asylum. And in particular, um, looking at how the mastermind of 9 11, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, wants to, is like raising his hand from um, Guantanamo, trying to get his six paragraphs his important information you know important according to him about um the nomination uh, the nominee gina haspel um you know he has urgent things to say about her that would undoubtedly uh he's hoping um squash her from being you know uh, confirmed as the head of the cia now it is not known, at least publicly known, whether it's, you know, known, presumably it's known in the CIA, but so far, um, it is not publicly known whether she had any direct involvement with, with Khalid Sheikh Mohammed's torture, um, other than, you know, her being in the CIA at the time, you know, in 2003, when, um, he was tortured, but, um, but there's no, it hasn't come out that she is, has, was in the same place that he was at the time. Now, of course, if that was in the six paragraphs that he has, um, that he wants to, that he told the judge in Guantanamo that he wants to uh, inject into the, her hearings, then of course that would be somewhat of a bombshell. But on the other hand, on the other, I mean, that would make all the people against her thrilled but on the other hand, um, for people who have a brain still, who are, not to have not, uh, who are not too in denial of 9-11, that they remember that, yes, <laughs> our country was, uh, you know, p- thousands of people were killed and our country is still under attack, uh, still being plotted against by terrorists, uh, it really could help make them feel more strongly that they should confirm her as the head of the GI- CIA. Because, um, because of her being tough on terror. And, um, you know, that in fact here the, uh, the, the number one, you know, the, this, he was the number one, the mastermind of 9-11. And if she did have anything to do with, um, if not being the one to waterboard him, um, being someone who oversaw the uh, okay to do it, you know, that would be showing that she's tough on terror. Um, I mean, Donald Trump tweeted, my highly respected nominee for CIA director, Gina Haspel, has come under fire because she was too tough on terrorists. Think of that, in these very dangerous times, we have the most qualified person, a woman, who Democrats want out because she's too tough on terror. Win, Gina. I mean, really. Um, you know, to tell you the truth, if someone doesn't get that, they shouldn't be in Congress, regardless of what party they belong to, they shouldn't be in Congress. Because that's the number one most important thing going on in the world today, um, protecting America, or should be, on the agenda of Congress, protecting Americans from from terrorists. So um, in in one of the things that she's saying is that um you know she's she's feeling she's um i guess i guess as uh, as well even more surprised and shocked and disappointed than i am and that you all should be um but that that the torture of him is casting a shadow over the fact that this was one of the biggest accomplishments of the cia his capture Was one of the biggest accomplishments of the CIA to to capture the mastermind of 9/11 was amazing. Um, And she said it has, you know, talking about that uh, his poor boy, his he was tortured, is um, overshadowing his capture. She said it has cast a shadow over what has been a major contribution to protecting this country. Now, I think um, there was an interview that was done uh, on Martha McCollum's program on Fox News, where she interviewed um, Senator Tom Cotton, a Republican from Arkansas, about all of this or about the hearings in general. And um, he said that, um, that Gina served 33 years in the CIA, keeping our country safe from Russian threats, I'm quoting now, um, Russian threats now and during the Soviet era, as well as from terrorists, raising her hand in the aftermath of 9-11, saying that I'll go to the counterterrorism center when she could have docked that and taken easier duty. That's one of the reasons why so many of the intelligence leaders of the Obama administration support her. I mean, even people from Obama, some people. Um, so then she was, um, Martha McCallum said, said one of the most shocking comments to come out was from Khalid Sheikh Mohammed himself who expressed the fact that he would like to weigh in. He'd like to submit his thoughts on Gina Haspel before this committee. Um, and this is great. This, this, uh, this Senator, Tom Cotton, apparently tweeted, Quote, Khalid Sheikh Mohammed, the 9-11 mastermind, can testify to the Intelligence Committee after every 9-11 widow, widower, and child testifies about what they think of him versus Gina Haspel and the CIA. Until then, he can rot at Gitmo and he can rot in hell. And he continued to say that... uh, He was the mastermind of 3,000 American deaths on 9-11. He also sought the head off of Danny Pearl, you know, who, as you hopefully remember, was the American journalist who was taken hostage right around 9-11. So in other words, um, Khalid is the worst of the worst. And, um, you know, for people to be concentrating on the poor boy being tortured, Rather than on the um, what it took, the giant feat it was for the CIA to capture him to prevent him from doing more harm to this country ha- is just totally out of whack. So, um, you know, as of this time, that um, as of as I speak, um, it has not been you know determined one way or the other whether she is going to be confirmed um i think that that um there is a lot of course you know 33 years and it's true what he said that she could have and she even talks about that herself about how um after 9-11 she could have asked for a cushy i don't know how cushy the positions are in the cia but she she didn't have to go out and do um, some of the harder jobs, um, but she did. And so this is one one tough broad. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's what we would need as the head of the CIA. If it's going to be a broad, it needs to be one tough broad, and one broad, tough broad who has shown, as I was um, just talking about, that, in fact, she puts her country above her own Um, her own nomination, uh, above her own progress, uh, her her own chance, um, promotion, ability to be the head of the, you know, she's worked in the CIA for 33 years. Don't you think this is a dream, has been long been a dream of hers? I mean, she probably didn't even dare to, or or she dared to hope but didn't think it was going to be very likely since there have been no other women who headed the cia and now she finally has the opportunity to be the cia and she is willing to sacrifice that for the good of the country so i say go gina thank you for listening to the terrorist therapist show i'm dr carol your terrorist therapist